2: Our next topic is relationships and love—the thing that I think everybody talks likes to talk about the most here. They I don't do. Know why. It's Look, so boring. Oh my god. Oh my god. Can we move on? Number one, break up. Break up.
3: Yeah, hundred percent break up.
2: If I could tell you,
3: you're in a marriage of thirty years. Break up. You,
2: break the fuck up.
3: You just got married yesterday. Guess what? Are break you up.
2: scared? Are you scared or something? It's time to
3: live your life. Stop having constraints.
2: (laughs) Hello, welcome to the No Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo.
3: Hello, buddy. It's Crypto King. Hi.
2: The Crypto King is in the house.
3: Himself. It's very rare appearance. I'm very excited to be here.
2: Am I the Crypto Queen?
3: No. You don't know anything about crypto. No,
2: but I married the Crypto King. I get it by, like, I had to change my last name and stuff.
3: Yeah, but you're not the Crypto Queen. It doesn't make any sense.
2: Who's the Crypto Queen?
3: I haven't met her yet, but I want to do, I will let you know.
2: So you guys live in the same castle? I don't know her. I'll fucking find her. And, and what are you hunt doing? Her. Let me know when you do. We'll become okay. besties, and then I will ruin her mental game in the long run. Nice. And that will be my sweet, sweet revenge. Very good. Actually, why would I ruin her? That's so mean. I would ruin you. Oh, wait, why? No, no, no. Yeah, this yeah. isn't the plan. I'm going to no, no, no. ruin you. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm gonna girls gonna don't ever figure yeah, that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girls
3: aren't supposed to figure Fuck, that out. Fuck.
2: I fell into the trap. You b- boys. <laughs> you guys you boys, your schemes, All your crypto your schemes. kinks. Okay. Uh, toxic friends is this, the... I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's
3: fine. No, that would be... Um, no, Trojan I... Trojan horse friends is the topic.
2: Yes. <laughs> I was realizing that... It's April now, and that we've we started our podcast in April of 2018, and yeah. when four we started ago. our podcast four years ago, yes, good math. Thank you. Um, when we started our podcast, the topic of well, the whole theme of shit they don't tell you is like all the shit that we wish that they would have told us in all these mm-hmm. different categories, and I feel like in the beginning we really stuck to like those topics, and even we had guests on those topics and like those strictly those topics right and but a lot of people maybe didn't hear those old episodes that <laughs> if you've tuned into the last I don't know two years mm-hmm. maybe you don't go back and watch all the old episodes which you should or maybe if Jensen he, if, got if you in to. recently if he what
3: maybe Jensen got you in pretty recently so oh, you yeah. definitely didn't hear those yeah
2: you definitely and like even people that I that I've talked to that are like I love your podcast um they're like I haven't listened to the old ones yet they always say that yeah. I was a bit too. And to be honest, I don't know if I want you to go back and listen to the old ones. I don't know if they're good. I don't know. I we, don't know.
3: We're not the people who sit here and go, it's all amazing.
2: It's all so good. Go back it's, and listen to all of it's it. It's
3: fucking mint, mate.
2: I'm sure you can find gems in there for sure. I'm sure the basics of it is good. But um, I just wanted to do like a refresher of maybe if you, you're new Like this is kind of the combination of all of those topics, like our best of Mm. of those topics, like the advice that we would give, like our number ones. That's fair. There's a lot of new people. So, yeah. Right. Okay. So I'm just going to name the category and you tell me like off the top of your head, what is the best like shit they didn't tell you about that category that you wish you would have been told. We'll start with money, finance and investing since we have the crypto king in the house. Number one.
3: Buy Bitcoin 2011. Would have been sick.
2: Well, I mean, like, what can they do now? Like, I got, some, no, I some got nothing good for you. good general money advice.
3: Yeah, no, look, yeah, look. By I, the way, this
2: is not, like, professional advice.
3: No, but general, as far as, g- g- like, what I do, um, yeah, not financial advice, but what I do is I find, um, well, talking about crypto here, because mm-hmm. that's, like, my wheelhouse. I find projects that people haven't heard of yet that haven't really moved up that much compared to the market
0: mm-hmm.
3: that i feel are on sale like ridiculously on sale to the tune that i can't believe that people aren't seeing it yet and then i scoop the shit out of them and like so you know if you put $5,000 into luna which is my baby move like last all last year and i i started crypto corner like i don't know like april mm-hmm. of last year or i think it was march last year um, you know, Luna was like bouncing between eight bucks and like ten bucks and like fifteen bucks around that. But yeah, we we experienced like a crash in May to like five bucks again, which is where I first was buying Luna. And if you put like five thousand dollars in back then, which many crypto corner people did, that's a hundred fucking five or hundred ten thousand dollars today. So, it just goes to show like the, the amount of money that you can make in crypto is wild, but you have to pick the products that are on sale that are going to move um, against the market because you have some kind of edge that people aren't seeing.
2: So, to generalize that a little bit more and expand yeah. it out, like it's like just because it's so niche in yeah, money, yeah. finance, investing, in any investment, you want to, you're making the money off the buy, like when you buy it, yes, of exactly. getting the right price the, of the, the, the sale. So, if you're price. in real estate, yes. Like if you bought in two thousand six, sucks for you because two thousand eight crash happened, that's right. and that's that sucks. Like but, you lost a lot of equity. Like maybe you even had to sell because you went upside down. You buy in two thousand eight.
3: You buy those lows. Oh,
2: you are it. Oh my god. And you, all the
3: people who brag about their real estate moves,
2: they all were, are like, I bought in two thousand nine. I bought in two thousand eight. I bought when yeah. nobody
3: wanted to, right? Yeah. When everyone well, was scared. When they couldn't. Yeah, yeah, that too. They couldn't, but they're scared. There are a lot of there's, houses. There's fear that all over the market. There's
2: foreclosures everywhere.
3: But there's fear, fear all over the market, like Warren Buffett talks about, mm-hmm. right? Like buy when there's, there's there's red in the streets, right? And that's like the whole thing. And I, you know, instead of people looking at that and going, "Oh shit, it's fucking over," which a yeah. lot of people unfortunately do, you see opportunity. Yes. And so the people who see opportunity are the people who who get the first win. Mm-hmm. They get to cross the finish line first. Doesn't mean everyone else doesn't get to win. It's just that. They get, they're the first to cross the line because they took the risk.
2: Yeah. And to put yourself in that position, doing all the research to know what is a good price, you know, like if you don't know what is a good price, then, it, then you're always going to be controlled by the emotions of the market.
3: Exactly. Because if
2: you don't know, then you're just going off of what other people are saying. And this is like kind of the worst thing you could do. It's a disaster. So do your own research on all of your investments. Mine are um, pretty like just more generalized just because the topics i feel like what did people not tell me well i wasn't really even specifically thinking about any particular investments like when i was going through school or whatever like i just didn't even know about it in general you know Mm -hmm. um so i would say start building or accumulating assets as early as possible i don't care what you're doing i don't care how old you are where you live just shut up and start building assets once you realize that our entire economy is rigged in favor of the people that have assets, then you will understand that just like working a job and saving will never get you out of what you'll just be working for the rest of your life. That's right. Because saving, as we've mentioned many times, Partizan. like inflation, it just completely destroys it. You'll never make more interest in savings than the inflation. Will take COVID, away. they
3: printed a lot of money and people who are asset wealthy became even wealthier. And that's- yeah. And trust me, nobody who was printing the money cared because they all hold the assets. So mm-hmm. go figure. A
2: good book to read is Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I've talked about that a lot. Cashflow Quadrant. Start there. Um, I think that's a good place to start. Another thing I would say uh, that I wish that pe- that would have been told to me younger um, or at least they maybe mention it in school is building multiple streams of income. It's always like, when you get a job or after your college and you get your job, but a job a job they don't talk about building multiple streams of income which i think is super important if you're trying to build wealth you know because you could like in this economy like it's really hard to if you're starting out to just like get your basic needs met in life with your one job so you need like multiple multiple streams of income and it's not really as it it, i'm not saying like you have to get three jobs Like a lot of people equate, like, well, the only streams of income are the amount of jobs you have. I'm talking about finding ways to leverage your money to make it make money for you and having that be a stream of income. Like, just there's different businesses, different investments, different moves you can make where your time doesn't directly equate to the amount of money going in your pocket. You're spending the same amount of time. And while you're at work, you're also making money somewhere else. Um, Also, I would say that wealthy to me, like I, I don't think that they really said this too much. I mean, I feel like when you think of rich people, you're like, a oh, lawyer's rich, you know, or doctor's rich, but I don't really think now knowing lawyers and doctors that that's rich. They, ha- they make a lot of money, but they have no time.
3: They work so hard, yeah. And
2: to me, like being rich, quote unquote, or wealthy, Equals time freedom. Mm-hmm. Like you choose to work because you want to work, or or you choose like to go be on the beach somewhere. Like that's real wealth to me. I um, and I think a lot of people get, especially like the old way of thinking, like very traditional um, minded, is like you gotta get a really really high paying job, a really good job. You gotta go to Harvard and get a freaking law degree or whatever, even if you don't like that. Like it's gonna pay the bills, and it's like, well, yeah. You'll make a lot of money, but will will that make you happy? Will it that buy you freedom? Mm-hmm. I don't think it will, because when you stop working, your money stops coming.
3: Yeah, and if and you know, hopefully, what well, you're at least wealthy to me is you know maybe my job is what I love yeah. to do. That, would yeah. be, that I would like That's that. What I'm saying like yeah. you're
2: working because you want to work, yeah. and, and you're getting money on top of that, but really, like you have the freedom to decide that. Exactly. Yeah.
3: It's a luxury. So
2: businesses, stocks, crypto, collectibles, and real estate. Love it. Look into one of those that lights your fire. Hey,
3: look, and just last quick picture on crypto. I know there's many people who don't enjoy it, but the, la- uh, the 19 millionth Bitcoin was just mined like four days ago. So that means there's 2 million more Bitcoin that will ever be mined. And the last one gets mined 100 years from now. So if you guys don't realize, and I know I've been ringing this bell for years, so a lot of people have listened to me. A lot of people haven't. But the point is, there's two million left. The run towards the dinner bell is happening right fucking now. So securing, having something in that market is not a bad call, in my opinion. I think it'll it'll probably do better than almost anything you could ever put money in. But that's my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. So because of the scarcity and because of what Bitcoin can do. Put money into a wife. Don't do that. I think that it's a depreciating your, asset. I there's think inflation asset, on wives.
2: I think that asset There's
3: so many wives being minted every day and people don't know that. And there's no choke on supply. There's actually just even more wives. And so you don't people don't realize that though. They don't look at the tokenomics of wives, and that's why they get fucking wrecked. Like Cardano. I think wives
2: is a good investment. See Nikki
3: thinks Cardano's a good idea too. I don't know what
2: and that guess is. Guess what?
3: You bought Cardano versus you buy Terra Luna, yeah. Guess what?
2: Versus you buy a wife?
3: It's not working out, so good. In the I, don't, last know, year and I don't know
2: what any of those words are But you can find out what they mean On our Patreon, patreon.com slash sticky If you want to learn more about crypto You can go check out Crypto Corner once a week Steve answers all your questions on crypto This has been sponsored by Crypto, crypto Corner. Corner Thank you, Nikki I had to say that
3: She did, she wrote the copy
2: Okay, cool So th- I think that's like If I had to sum up An episode of many Like that's that's what I would say. But we have some 101 money stuff, money episodes that actually I think are pretty good. Like the the investing one oh one, the crypto one oh one the um uh, couple other ones like uh getting out of debt ones like uh Dave Ramsey. If yep. I would say use Dave Ramsey method to get out of debt if you're in debt right now. If
3: you're like in extreme debt. Yeah. And yeah.
2: then what he does is like, you're saving, you're taking a chunk of your income, you're putting it towards debt, and then once you're out of debt, then you're taking that same chunk and you continuously set it aside for your uh, emergency fund. And then after that's complete, then into all the investments.
3: And yeah, he hates crypto. I understand your criticism. But Warren Buffett hates crypto. Exactly, It's not look, not everyone understands everything, okay? But he understands debt and he understands getting the fuck out of debt. Mm-hmm. He's helped so many people get out of debt. I respect him so much for that. Um, I respect him even though he doesn't like crypto. It's all good.
2: Yeah. Warren Buffett he says, says like, he, he's like, I don't understand it. But if you understand it, go nuts. Exactly. That's uh, come, uh, harkens back to just doing your own research.
3: Exactly. And uh, having your own preferences and your own like rate risk ratio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
2: absolutely. Yeah. Um. Okay. Category number two, health. Best health advice. Best that health you, advice? Things that like shit that you wish that they would have told you about health.
3: Oh, man. Move around more?
2: Yeah, true.
3: Because even just like, you know, okay, so like compared to like what what I used to do compared to what I do now, you have to like, before when you go to a job and stuff, there's so much moving you have to do just to get there and just to get home. And you're like walking to a car. Yeah, but like... then when you're like an employed writer and then you like, uh, like wherever you end up, like if you're stationary at all, do it, like at home yeah. for COVID or anything, you're not moving around. You got to actively move around. You have to like go, I need to put aside time to move the fuck around. Yeah. So yeah, that for sure. I
2: think I wish that they would have told me the why for things. I think mm. I'm I'm a person that really needs to understand the why in order to do it. Because all I got told was like, health really important. Exercise is really important. Drinking lots of water is really important. Sleep's important. But like, no, why? So it's like, okay, so I have to do these things. But I don't really know why. Like, I, I know that it's, like, healthy or whatever. But I, like, I feel like you take it for granted more when you're young because you're like, okay, like, it doesn't really me. make a difference to my day. I wake or, up, I feel great. Yeah, I wake up, I I move or don't move, who, who the fuck cares, and I'm the same person. Yeah. Um, but as you get older, you're like, ah, shit, this is why you were supposed to do that. Yeah. And they don't tell you the why. I was, if they told me the why from the beginning, I, I'm really good about taking care of my future self.
3: So what's the like why What did you mind. find?
2: Okay. So for the moving part, did you know that blood circulation is really important to mental clarity? So it's really hard to make good decisions if you don't have your blood pumping through your brain I believe and, that. and to walk around is getting your blood moving, moving in general, exercising, getting your heart rate up every day. Uh, not only does it burn the calories so that you're in balance with the food that you're eating and you're processing all of that. But it also uh, it also will exercise, creates endorphins, so it's really good for your mental health. It uh, reduces stress, which stress inhibits a lot of, of your dietary processes and and it creates disease. stress is like crazy it's just crazy how much stress affects your body and creates disease, which is another thing I wish they would have told me. But moving and exercising eliminate like it reduces it greatly or if not eliminates it completely. and then it's also important for your brain. like it also like, blood flow like really makes a difference to how well you make decisions yeah. and decisions are everything in, in life. Um, like making sure that you're making sound decisions, you're constantly making decisions, whether it's like what you're going to eat today. Am I going to have something healthier? Am I going to eat Doritos? Uh, am I going to get five hours of sleep or am I going to get the full eight? You know, you're yeah. making conscious deci- decisions And in line with that gut health, I wish was emphasized more that's a new
3: one though that's like past five years I would say
2: yeah but it's so incredibly important they call your gut your second brain and it makes so much sense because you know when people say go with your gut your gut really influences your intuition how well you can read Mm -hmm. a situation intuitively so not just logically but like intuitively the more your gut is running healthy the better your intuition is like the quicker it is and the like when someone's like, lying to you, you're actually able to pick up subconscious clues way easier when your gut health is is in good shape. And a lot of that has to do with good sleep and um, making sure your stress is down. And, and so, all of these things interconnect with each other. Like, the things that you're supposed they tell you to do. They did tell you, like, you're supposed to exercise and sleep enough hours and drink enough water. But they don't tell you why. And so, I'm not really motivated to do the thing unless you tell me why. Yeah. Or, like, what are the consequences if I don't do the thing?
3: But you're more of a computer than most people. Maybe. I think some people just hear that they should do it and they do it. Really? I'm not not saying everyone, but I know that there are a lot of people who just, I mean, for example, being susceptible to advertising, like it's it's a real thing. Like where a lot of people can just hear something enough and they all just start to repeat it and they don't know the why behind it. They just repeat it.
2: Yeah, but I think I I did that, but it's also Mm -hmm. easy to fall out of if you aren't like, if you don't have a strong reason why you're doing something yeah. in all facets of life, maybe that sh- that's also a whole ass topic of like having a why, you know, for sure. like if you're building a business, you should start with knowing why you're building that business and not just like, oh, I'm gonna make tons of money, yes, you know, like, yes. but like, why? Like, what do you need the money for? Like, what's, what, what are you going to do in your life with it? Like, right. what is this business doing? So, knowing the why behind everything really helps to for the days that you don't feel like doing it. I think so. To know, like, why. Um, I, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, with gut health. So, I had SIBO. I did a whole video on it on my channel. On this channel, if you're watching on YouTube. But if you're listening, it's youtube.com slash Nikki. And I did a whole video on SIBO, which is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. Which is actually kind of a common thing. Like more common than people know about. Like people could have it and not even know about more it. More
3: common than doctors know about. Because Nikki went to many and they yeah. all said that's crazy. You don't have SIBO. You you can't self-diagnose.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Like I did. Remember that? Yeah. They were
3: shaming you for even like thinking that you had it
2: Because you that. have to go to a gastroenterologist uh, to mm-hmm. really like have someone that understands it. Or like a gut health nutritionist that specializes in that. But um, but yeah, like basically it happened and this happens to a lot of people, if not SIBO, a, a numerous other gut health issues that go unchecked because people go, oh, it's just age, like that's why yes. that's happening. Yes. Oh, you're just eating too much. Oh, you're not drinking enough, blah, 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 blah. And they think everyone's More an deficit. expert. But it actually like a lot of people have gut health issues and don't know about it. And it happens because like, let's say you get sick. Like uh, I get tonsillitis like every two years. I get a UTI like once a year. And the way to get rid of that is by antibiotics. And it's great. I love modern medicine. I'm glad that mo- antibiotics are available. It helps me get rid of it. Things that normally before then could have killed you, mm-hmm. like could have been a way worse thing, but antibiotics just gets rid of it. Great. Love it. They don't tell you that antibiotics clears out all of your uh, bad bacteria, but also your good bacteria. Mm. And those have to be in balance for your gut health to work. And so sometimes, since it wipes out the whole population, the bad bacteria start to take over and eat all the good bacteria because there's an imbalance in there. That's why they say your gut's imbalanced. And it's really hard for that good bacteria to grow back now because every time it starts to grow back, all those bad bacteria feeds on it and like destroys it. And so you just it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse and it leads to all these other if you don't take care of that right away, it leads to all these other uh way worse, more permanent diseases that are way more severe that are going to cost you a lot more money in the hospital. maybe that's their plan all along. And that's why they don't tell you about it. I don't know. I don't really trust big pharma, but, um, (laughs) I I mean, thankful for the medicine they created, but like, I do think it's a business and that they create a lot lots of money from it. So, um, they don't tell you or some good doctors do, but they won't tell you why. And, and they, you should be eating, eating, taking or taking probiotics when you're taking antibiotics. So it builds back your good gut bacteria and it keeps it in balance when the bad bacteria start coming up, like it's okay to have bad bacteria in there, but they like, it just needs to be in balance. And when antibiotics wipe it all out and you're not taking probiotics to replace it, everything gets all fucked in there. Yeah. So I had back to back things that required antibiotics. I had a UTI and tonsillitis back to back and definitely did not take probiotics. And that was the fucking bullet that got me. Yeah. And it happened. It lasted for like five years before I could figure it out
3: yeah you'd always say that you were bloated 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 and then you
2: but i was doing all the out. things that they I tell know. you to do but
3: then people that we know people who are smart at this and this stuff they're like you just well, need you're a obviously,
2: deficit you know that you actually eat more calories than you think and because you're like, like, I'm like dude like, i keep I a food know. journal yeah, i'm like kept, so i am a computer when it comes to like getting something done i know and like it, yeah it just drove me nuts it to, drove me
3: nuts to hear because i'm like you don't understand nikki you don't understand nikki <laughs> I think that you're judging her, but you don't understand her.
2: I, get, I don't. I get obsessed. Yes. With fixing a problem, especially yes. when I haven't found an answer yet, yes. I get very frustrated. I cry a lot, and I get obsessed with That's it. Right. Um.
3: Damn right. You
2: damn right. You're I damn, do. You're
3: goddamn right. She does.
2: And stress also affects gut health too. I think I said that already, but
3: if you were to write a book, the title, "I Cry a Lot." Yeah. I think it'd be a great book. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A woman's empowerment novel. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Crying is not weakness. I agree with you,
3: but That'd that would be the first. perceived weakness. It's the first chapter. Yeah, there you go. All
2: right, uh, we're gonna go on a break. Okay. And when we come back, we are going to hit a lot more shit that they do not tell you that they should have freaking told you. We're
3: going on a break.
2: We're on a break. Are you okay with that? No. Why?
3: I don't want to go on a break. I like us.
2: Well, when we come back, we'll be even better than we were before.
3: You really think so? I've never heard anyone survive a break.
2: We will have learned on the break.
3: Oh my God, I hope so.
1: <laughs> we will have planned a lot of best fiends.
3: Hey, I hope there's a lot of good good things like that going
0: on at least. Yeah. All right, we'll be on right the break. Dua Lipa. You know, when I play my music to people who I really respect or look up to, then I hear my songs in a different perspective. Cardi B.
1: I know what it feels like when you feel like everybody turn your back and like, do everything is because you did something wrong. Harry Styles.
0: I feel like I'm falling more and more in love with, with making music each time I get to do it. You know these artists for their songs, videos, and epic performances.
1: But they have so many stories beyond their fame.
0: That's what we're here to share with you on the Spout Podcast.
1: We sit down with some of the biggest names in music.
0: And along the way, our guests reveal stories that even their biggest fans may have never heard before.
1: Check out the Spout Podcast to hear famous people spout off about more than what they're famous for.
0: And find out who's spouting off next wherever you get
1: your podcasts.
2: and are ready to take on the never-ending world of outrageous online
0: opinions. Each week, we bring you the most ridiculous videos, hot takes, and hell-bent news we come across on the internet.
2: So, come laugh with us as we dismantle outdated ideologies and tear apart the most confident idiots on the internet on our podcast, Outspoken.
0: You can follow and listen for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you are listening right now.
2: Hey, are you listening to Should they don't tell you cuz if not how are you listening to this ad about shit they don't tell Cause you?
3: Cuz they honestly? can't turn it off. They don't know how they to turn it, how it off. Turn.
2: Well, that's pretty convenient for They're us. Throwing
3: their phone on the ground right now. Once turn you can turn figure it, it
2: out, could you please rate us and subscribe and like um tell us that we're beautiful. Listen. we, we want it. We
3: need the validation. We but mostly we need the ratings cuz I mean that's basically how the world is running run right So we continue
2: to make more and more and more of this content, this glorious content that you love so much. If you like the
3: show, support the show. And if you don't like the show, support the show.
2: And it's for free. The the stars are for free. Yeah,
3: you give them you give them away for free. It's not like if you give five stars you pay more money. They should have charged for every single star. I would have made so much money. <laughs> <laughs> and it just made a killing.
2: Okay, we're back from our break. Are you good? Did you have a good break? I'm, I'm fine. I'm just so thankful we're back together.
3: You you said you had a great break, and I, I said that I had my, a
2: kick-ass break, and
3: mine was like
2: holy shit. If you know nothing all the, really happened, like. if you know all the stuff I did on my break, first of all, I solved Sudertle no problem. Excuse me, Sudertle. What did you call me? It's
3: is that a racial it's thing? It's
2: Wordle. Is it a
3: religious? Thing? It's not. Don't call me that again.
2: It's Wordle, but it's sixteen Wordles at one time, and I fucking nailed it.
3: 16 words at one time
2: 16 words at one time did you
3: cheat did you google it no
2: no. i just started with really th- like three sick elimination words that got rid of a lot of letters yeah and then i was just like bam 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 all the way through 16 just every guess was right
3: oh yeah And it only took you 90 days
2: you only get one per 24 hours by the way it's
3: been 90 days since we took that break obvious and we put obvious. the same clothes on
2: i solve 90 sidertles <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, our next topic is relationships and love. The thing that I think everybody talks likes to talk about the most here. They I don't do. know why. It's so boring.
3: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can we move on?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Number one, break up.
3: break up. Yeah, 100% break up.
2: If I could tell you
3: you're in a marriage of 30 years, break up. You
2: Break the fuck
3: up? You just got married yesterday. Guess what? Break Are you up.
2: scared? Are you scared or something? It's time to
3: live your life. Stop having constraints.
2: <laughs> oh, they're supportive. Uh, oh, they have all your wants and needs. ticket a curve. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, that's nice. It's a meme. Break up. It's a
3: meme. We've heard it all before.
2: Now, what's your biggest love relationship advice?
3: Um, find somebody who loves you as much as you love them. Number one. Yeah. And you can like, there's no question. Like, that's the biggest thing. Um, oh, similar life values
2: core yeah core, life. core
3: life values yeah, where it's like it's really important we both believe in the same you can disagree
2: things. on topics as long as like the core, the core is reason the yeah. of why you think something is like yeah. the same like you have the same end goal but you have different ways you think you would go about it exactly maybe is like that um same love language similar love languages or at least a love language that could support the other person's mm-hmm. love language mm-hmm. That's super important. I think it's just underrated. Like I know people talk about love languages a lot, but do they actually follow it when they're in a relationship where they're like, oh, but I love him, but he just doesn't work. And,
3: and how good are your, your communication skills with one another, right? It's, yeah. It's one thing to feel like your communication skills are great, but if your communication skills don't uh, aren't legible by your partner – then are they that good? Like you know what I mean. Like, what's the point of having like of feeling like your communication skills are on point? Yeah. If they don't understand what the fuck you're talking about, if
2: you're talking two different languages, yeah.
3: So like you got to be able to talk to each other, not just about yourself. Yeah. Fuckhead.
2: Figure out your own code language so exactly. that you can get to the bottom of things quicker in arguments. I think that's the number one thing that's helped us the most because oh, yeah. arguments are gonna happen. Like they're not. Has to. No happen. relationships like super smooth the entire way plus that's boring anyway um dude
3: you get mad at your cats bro come on
2: yeah things are gonna happen things are gonna come up people are flawed people have different views and and moods and and hormones at different times so having a language where you can one have the self-awareness to pinpoint why you're reacting a certain way and then two trusting your partner that you both want to solve this together yes that you're both on the same team you're having a dispute about something. There's something unresolved. There's some miscommunication going on, but you both want to resolve it together.
3: Absolutely. And no matter how much Nikki may be moshing and slapping the floor, which, by the way, she can slap a floor pretty good, I think.
2: I punch clothes, too. You punch clothes. Yeah. You punch pillows. So they don't leave that out. Floors. They have it coming.
3: That's what I'm saying. But 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 while that's going on, I'm not sitting there like... Oh, my God. Like, what the fuck? This is so violent or anything. <laughs> I'm like, trying to make it, like, an yeah, excuse the that I have yeah. to, like, get, have an edge on you in the argument. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to hear what your point yeah, is. Yeah, I
2: feel like people develop weapons they too much.
3: They do, and it's fucking bullshit.
2: It's bullshit. That's going to
3: destroy your relationship worse than anything. Exactly.
2: It's going to cause resentment.
3: Dude, resentment, Will and Jada, you want to you wanna know my diagnosis of that relationship? Yeah. When I see videos of that shit, I'm like, they're just looking for weapons on each other all yeah. day long, dude. Like.
2: And, and it's very common.
3: It's very common, Because yeah.
2: if you don't nip resentment in the bud mm-hmm. when it happens-
3: Then you just gonna build, build, build. It build. just
2: builds, 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 and it's really hard to take out. Yeah. It's really hard to like, if you crumple a piece of paper, even after you straighten it out, all those wrinkles are still there. It's really hard to get it back to being a piece of paper again. But if you just made yeah. one little fold and you're like, oh, wait, 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 we don't want to do that.
3: Yeah, we have zero resentment towards each other, no, which, is, no which is amazing, So, but, but it's work. It's work because you have to- Break through what your argument was about. and When have, emotions
2: are heightened. That's right. Yeah.
3: And not like do the easy thing, which is like, we're over. Like, uh, and pay attention to me, which is all that move is. That move yeah. is like, pay attention to me. You're not listening to me. It's we're over. Maybe you're going to run to me. And like, that's what I need. I don't yeah. need you to try to figure out how to solve this with me. I need you to run to me and out to me and be my carpet.
2: Yeah.
3: Or vice versa, right? So the other person does it to you. But we don't do that. We're mature. Even though Nikki might be moshing and slapping the floor. mm mm-hmm. I am listening to her because sh- that's how she's processing through this. She has to like physically get through it in mm-hmm. a productive way that she found for herself, which by the <laughs> way, it is actually, I never feel like, oh my god, she's about to kill me. It's very like, she has to like do this process, like almost like um, when a baby's born, they cry. It's like, that's yeah, just how it's it like is. an
2: outlet. It's, that's, right. it's a harmless outlet mm-hmm. because it's not, I'm not hitting you i'm like like, i
3: never thought you ever would never and
2: if if that's someone's outlet that's very that's bad get out um but uh but yeah i i do feel overwhelmed by Mm
3: -hmm. your emotions emotions
2: and i and i can't speak clearly if they're there and so i need to get it out physically whether if it's not moshing then i have to go for a run around the block or something like (laughs) i have to go like i have to physically get it out of my body yeah and so it sucks because like, yeah, in previous relationships, is like they do use that as a weapon. It's like, you're so crazy right now. You're irrational or whatever. And that makes bullshit. me even crazier. Like, she's I, actually
3: going through the process of her emotions. And if you can be man enough or woman enough to fucking look at that and just see it for what it is and not do this shit where you make it about you and you try to use that as leverage, that's where you fuck up. Using things as leverage against your partner instead of trying to understand where it's all coming from. So and like, now it's just weapons land. And also
2: just not recognizing that like maybe you have a tendency like that too. Like, like right. maybe that's somewhere in you too and you're like maybe judging someone for it. Damn right. Um.
3: But otherwise you live in John Wick Assassin land where everyone's got fucking weapons and everyone's about to kill you. Yeah. And that's how a lot of relationships are that we see all yeah. the time. By the way, Like guys, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Marriages, I have noticed, are about as deep as a kiddie pool sometimes. So like you can... You could ask the wrong question and all of a sudden the whole fucking thing comes apart in front of your eyes. Yeah, what do you
2: your, mean by that? Fuck.
3: <laughs> right. It's like that. Right? right. Yeah. And it's like, "Oh my god." No, you said
2: this. What did you mean? Yeah,
3: what did you mean? Yeah. And no, you didn't
2: mean it that way. You said it like that. And it's like, Holy "Oh, the room's uncomfortable." Shit.
3: Yeah. yeah, and then everyone in the room is just like, "Yo, this marriage is awesome. Wow. <sighs> hey, can you guys write a book about how to get?" Especially
2: when they bring you to like, "You heard what he said, right? He said this, right? Like, I'm not crazy, right? He said that."
3: First of all, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess you enlisted me in your war. Yeah. So yeah, it's just It's nuts. really
2: just warfare.
3: It's warfare. And yeah. they're just looking for allies and ammunition, and that's the worst thing. You don't want... That's your partner. You're not trying to fucking find ordinance to use against your partner. You're trying to fucking help them have their back. Yeah. You know, Um. and, I, and by the way, this is not something I already knew. It's something that I've learned through being with Nikki. Like, I definitely went into some situations not having Nikki's back. But because we communicated with each other about it, I understood what I did in the moment. And then I realized, oh my God, that's what I what I want to do yeah. is have her back. Now I have better um um practices to to have her back. Yeah. That I didn't really know before I wasn't having her back with.
2: And vice versa. This just happened yesterday. I misunderstood something that Steve did, and it was more of a silly thing. It was light, but <laughs> <laughs> but I totally I realized what I like, what I did after, like two minutes after, and I went downstairs and I just apologized. <laughs> and I was like, "I'm so sorry, I completely misread that
3: situation." Well, the best thing about it is that the whole time, because I already knew that you misread it, and I was laughing about it already. Yeah, because it's not very serious. No,
2: that's this one wasn't serious, but no. it's good to have like a practice one like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that like when an actual one happens, it's like, oh wait, yeah. my guard's up. I know what he's doing and I can have his back.
3: Yeah, but yeah. this was just about, it's just it's just a communication thing that was really funny. And then the whole time that we're talking about it, we're laughing. Yeah, So it's very productive and good um, and not a big deal. No, no. The stakes were very low. Stakes were very low. Very low. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was very entertaining.
2: Yeah, he was trying to save me from a conversation that he thought I was trapped in. And we have a little code language, but it...
3: Because Nikki has a lot of social anxiety. I, yeah. And so I was trying to help, um, take her out of that, yeah, yeah. leave the anxiety, take her out of that, because she has told me many times, hey, if this is going down, please, you gotta save me, save yeah, me, save yeah, me. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I can't tell if I have to save her, but I'm just gonna give her the option and then she can choose to and be usually- saved or not
2: it would be correct it but in this Instead, particular day
3: nikki pants me
2: i was feeling she's, very chatty
3: she yes yeah, so she was happy about it and then she's like why would you ask me that that's literally one of the stupidest things ever you already know the answer to that basically
0: yeah and i'm
3: like wow <laughs> awesome so not only like did she deny me but then she also laid in the like and by the way that was also a really stupid thing to yeah, ask yeah i was
2: like why the hell <laughs> is I'm he like, asking me that like he knows that <laughs> the, what the fuck and
3: i'm like okay yeah i
2: was actually like annoyed cuz i was like yeah, why do you did were- he come and interrupt my conversation right now when like that's a stupid ass question that he already knows the answer to and <laughs> he was trying to save me and I, just
3: to give and the I, option yeah
2: and i put it together like right after yeah. he i i was like what no that's not right uh, go away
3: <laughs> i walked all the way back into my office laughing just so <laughs> you know laughing the whole time and just going man my life is a fucking comedy sometimes yeah because that was such a swift and cruel denial. <laughs>
2: because it wasn't. Well, it, you're making it. You're kind of. You're emphasizing it like I meant it to be cruel. I wasn't.
3: I know that. But, but it was no, funny. but they don't know that. Oh, like okay. I wasn't. No, no, no. I no. wasn't
2: mean. no. no, no, no in this no, no. situation, no, you're like not mean. I wasn't mean. No. I wasn't like trying to pants him like like hey, idiot like no, in front no. of like I'm cool like, for a friend.
3: That is a stupid thing. No, to ask. it was
2: like <laughs> one of these things where like, okay, if I'm in the middle of a conversation, someone's asking me something, and I'm like, that's inaccurate. Like, why would you? Like, that's, I have to correct this, I have to correct this accuracy now, and then, like, get it out as fast as possible, and, like, I was, I was just trying to, like, wait, no, that's wrong, that's tomorrow, and then he's, like, but don't you mean it's today? I'm, like, no, it's, what, why would you think it's today? No, no, it's tomorrow, <laughs> and he's, like, okay, uh, I'm dumb, and then he leaves, and I'm, like, He's not that dumb. <laughs> then, Thank you very much. And then I go, Thank you very much. Oh shit. He was trying to save me.
3: Just in case. I didn't even think necessarily you did. Yeah. I just timed it out on my head. Yeah. Cuz I heard the conversation going on and I just wanted to have your back.
2: But it wasn't me trying to be me. I or, know uh, that. Yeah. I don't I them, think you know no, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, like okay. cause some partners are like, like they're trying to look cool in front of their friends like No, bleh, you weren't doing husbands, that.
3: Uh, no, you didn't do that. They
2: suck so much. No, it was just
3: funny. It was it you was know? a I'm saying it was a, a cruel yeah. uh, turn of events. Yeah, the way that um, it all went, it all uh, uh, unraveled, unraveled. But it was great.
2: But uh, that brings me to my next one, which is I guess it would be categorized as chemistry, but um, in a relationship, but not not ever being bored. Like having a partner that that stimulates you, not oh, yes. just sexually, um, but that too. But yes. you know, mentally. I need that. I mean, maybe that's me not too. important to everyone. I I, people like you list out like your top needs in a relationship. And for me, like has to be funny, but mostly because I think the humor is stimulating. Yes. And so, and also I think that if you're really funny, it's a sign of intelligence. So you can have more deep stimulating conversations with someone that's really funny because they kind of are smart. When they're And that funny.
3: reminds me what we were talking about. Like, I think it was like three days ago. Yeah. I was like, do you think it's funnier when you hear like a tight asshole farting or when you hear like a really loose asshole farting? And then you were like, I think it's funnier when a tight asshole farts. And I was like, I disagree with you, but I see what you're saying. It's, yeah. And we, These are know, the nuances. We just, we just fucking love each other.
2: We just are so stimulated by each other so, is yeah. the thing.
3: And then I started making fart sounds with my armpit.
2: And it was so, Nikki, st- so fucking, stimulating. by
3: the way, Nikki loves me. I was
2: like, gosh, I wish I could, I wish I could stay here and have this conversation the whole day, but I have to go feed my cats again.
3: And I was like, yes, you do. They're very hungry cats, even though I had just seen her feed the cats, but I had her back.
2: Yeah. And so then I went to go get cat food upstairs and I never came back. (laughs) (laughs) It's fantastic. Yeah. So that was fun. Uh, Anyway, moving on. um, So (laughs) the next topic category is friendship. What's your advice on friendship? Huh?
3: the i mean you know it's so corny it's so corny
2: i mean it's corny but i feel like w- i don't know younger, Marry your best friend younger i really do you think would that i really do think that oh i was i was just talking about friendship circles oh
3: like in general friendships okay. um yeah so it look that's a tougher nut to crack it's really just about finding people who i think have the same values as you as you yeah. like almost like in the same way in a, as a relationship but you all kind of see the world the same way, see life the same way, and you can commiserate about those things, your commonalities and yeah. things.
2: So So uh, I've always naturally liked a smaller friendship circle. Mm-hmm.
3: I've, I've always been... said like I always yeah. like to trust like I have like a like a, a, a core group. Yes. And it's like I don't listen to anybody outside of my core group.
2: Yeah. So I've only gotten sad when like I didn't have even like the three or four friends or whatever. You know, like I. I've always I like to keep the circle small though I don't really open up easily and I think that the ones that hurt me the most something that I've learned the most is that one there's a lot of people that don't feel that deeply no back like when I choose a person to be invested in whether it's relationships or friendships is like there it was. I'm very hard. selective. Ham, yeah. And so I'm going to go ham. Like, yeah. I will bend over backwards for you. Anything you need from, I will drop yeah. anything True. to go True. do whatever Fact. you need.
3: She's a great friend And have.
2: so I'm not, I don't need like a lot back, but when I find out that like it wasn't that deep for them, it's really hurt. It, it hurts so much. Yeah. Like it's so painful. So I, yeah, I've been really just trying to learn how to, how to really like, choose people that are the same like same with relationships where you're talking about find someone that likes you the same back like to kind of like feel that out first before getting so attached
3: which to is somebody. just good for your self-defense
2: yeah, yeah yeah and i'm not saying like because you've be super closed off, but like, no,
3: but you've definitely, I think, over maybe exerted yourself, friendship wise, where it wasn't yeah. reciprocated already, like,
2: not set boundaries with yeah, people yeah, yeah. because I was like, Well, I'll do anything for exactly, you, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, the other thing is that I realized is that, uh, a lot of people I've talked to have said when they're they were younger, like teens to 20 through 20s, they just had a lot of friends. With no like deep connections, which right. makes sense because those are the people I was getting hurt by. It's a game. But there's a lot of people that are like that, and then they said as they got older, they realized how important like keeping the circle small was and like having close friendships. Because I always wondered if it was maybe an introvert extrovert thing, mm-hmm. like if you're an extrovert, maybe you like having like, to, like lots and lots of friends. But I I think it might be just a kind of a maturity or age thing, even that like.
3: Well, how much time do you have? Right to water those plants, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's really hard. Like you can fill your house with plants, but. How many can you really can you take keep care alive? Of? Yeah, that's the whole thing. Yeah,
2: exactly. Because everything needs nurturing. Like every relationship, needs, needs nurturing. Yeah, yeah. And so. if a
3: friendship gets too overgrown, you got to prune it a little bit. <laughs>
2: you know? True.
3: Just like a plant. Just trying to really make that plant thing work. Mm-hmm. The metaphor. Really. It's like works. a
2: friend gets spider mites, got to cut it off.
3: That's it. Or they get uh, little bugs. I'll
2: spray them first. Got to mm-hmm.
3: spray them. them off. Yeah. See, got to make. See. Hey, you got to make sure that your friend is not in too much sunlight. I think we all know, that. we've all experienced that.
2: Yeah, and not and not in not enough sunlight.
3: See? We, we all know those friends.
2: Some friends are really picky.
3: See? Hey, I got a wife personally who sometimes is like I need to go lay in the closet cuz it's dark.
2: It's just it's yeah, it's too bright outside.
3: See? I wouldn't put her too much in the sun.
2: I have sensory overload. I know you do. Especially like when emotions are high, everything seems louder and brighter.
3: This is why I shop for us.
2: Yeah. I don't like grocery stores. No. They're very overwhelming with the amount of items they have in there.
3: <laughs> and noise.
2: It's a lot of items. Yeah, and, and honestly, temperature. I get really cold in grocery stores Great. and it makes me upset.
3: But like I pointed out, I, we were just talking about this. Mm-hmm. She can handle casinos because.
2: Yeah. Because I'm at the poker table and it's quiet there. Usually like, I mean, there's background casino noise, but yeah. the table's pretty quiet and everyone's
3: you're all dialed like, in, right? Yeah,
2: focused. Yeah. And you're, And when you do talk to people in during the hands, like when you're not in the hand, like it's usually just, it's like being at a small gathering, like a small party, like where it's not a lot of people talking all at once. Yeah. And not a lot of things are happening. I like that. It's my I'm glad you found that. Yeah. I love it. All right. Last uh, category okay. is education and learning. Don't believe in it. Okay, uh, we have opposite opinions here. Uh, yeah. my bad, I thought we had the core value in common. Cool. But um, I think, uh, personally, I've, I think you should commit yourself to lifelong education. And I don't mean go to school forever, but I mean find, like, constantly be learning. Constantly be a student of something. Maybe you take workshops or classes, maybe that's how you learn best. Maybe you watch videos, or tutorials. Maybe you like reading books. Everyone has a different way that they prefer to learn. But if you're constantly learning something and I think even just the humbleness of being a student and being 100%. a beginner and know, and learning new things keeps things stimulating. Like it keeps, it keeps things, you have something that turns you on, that you're working on, that you're improving on, that you're getting better at, that you're like kind of like maybe struggling with and then you get through it. And like, I think those things really help keep you going in life keep your, your soul thriving you know so many people i know adults like got into some rut where they're just they go to work every day they come home they kick off their shoes they watch their tv they go to bed they wake up they do the same thing over and over again, and they they don't have anything that they're learning Sounds they don't like have anything that they're working on they yeah. don't have anything that's stimulating in their life and they say like oh if i if i had the time i would do this or like oh maybe on the weekend i'll work on this project that's all don't. cool, but you're. But what are you like working on constant, like consistently, like where you're like learning it, where it's like turning on, where you can't wait to get off work yeah. to go learn it, and We're like
3: daydreaming about at work, like like for yeah, example, like, like those what, things. Start somewhere, right?
2: Hmm. I read a statistic that 33% of high school graduates never read another book the rest of their lives, and 42% of college graduates never read a book after college.
3: Damn. Well, that just you know, I think unfortunately there's some trauma there. Too. Yeah, because you're forced you're to read. You're forced books. to read so much. Yeah. And then you get away from it. And you're like, this is like fucking a permanent vacation. And then they're, they're not getting the right lesson out of that. Yeah. So the, the, I think the pressure's a little too high in those situations. They, but
2: then that's so sad. It's
3: sad. It's because sad. They the didn't books, find the love in So
2: it. We're in an information era where you can literally. Learn anything you want. You can. At your fingertips. And if you, you It's incredible.
3: And you don't have to just learn it the traditional way, which was all for people who can read something and learn it. There's visual learning now too. Yeah. For all the people who couldn't necessarily just read something and learn it, they could now visually learn it. Mm-hmm. I myself am much more of a visual learner. Mm-hmm. So like the fact that all that's available, like for every category yeah. is wild. Just I a have wild to difference. see
2: it while I'm hearing it. Like, yeah, well, I'm hearing great. someone explain it. I Me have too. to see it, like, while Me they're too. saying it. Me too. Yeah. helps it's like so the, much. the best. Because
3: otherwise I have to reread it a bunch just to, okay, I think I get it now. Okay, now I think I really get it now. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the, the other way is just, okay, I got it already. Mm-hmm. It's great. I can move on.
2: Right. And then you practice it. And then you're like, oh, this part's hard. And then you go rewatch it yep. or whatever. Yep. Or reread it if it's books. Um, but even books on, like... You know, books on psychology, books on investing, books on cash, books on relationships, books on getting to know yourself better—like all of these things that that make you a a better person, like that continue your personal growth. I think are so not talked about. It's it's really shit. They don't tell you in school. They don't Mm -hmm. tell you like, hey, read these kinds of books. You might like them, or even give you like the option of reading, like where it's like, I gotta read Huck Finn, dude. All right,
3: exactly. Like
2: you don't only have to read novels. I. Pretty much only read nonfiction. I'm not saying that's better, but I, look, it just I never got I into novels. Love I'll tell you right now, reading nonfiction
3: never got into it. Yeah, I, I had to read them because of all the different um uh, scholastic reasons, but mm-hmm. when I was in those books, I was uh always thinking about other things.
2: Yeah, I think I wouldn't have re- I would have been the category of never reading a book again if I wasn't introduced to nonfiction books.
3: Me too, but then. I've read so many fucking nonfiction books. It's actually yeah. mind blowing.
2: I love biographies. Me too. I, those are some of my favorites.
3: Dude, I read one about Abe Lincoln's like 600 pager and it was like un-fucking-believable. Yeah. But yeah, I love all that shit.
2: See, this is why we get along too. Because like if he reads a biography and then he tells me all this stuff about it, Like it's just, it's interesting listening to someone that's been interested in something. Yes. And like how is your partner interested in something if they're not doing anything? If if you both are, aren't reading books, you're not doing anything new, you're not discovering anything together like
3: you don't want to be stagnant yeah for too long you want to be moving together
2: yeah i also think that there's more brain deterioration if you're not constantly stimulating it
3: i completely agree
2: like you you don't you lose it if you don't use it
3: i told nikki all the time when it's time i'll take a nine day vacation with her from all crypto i won't even look at crypto for nine days unbelievable but then after that
2: but during those nine days, I'm, I'm not on my poker break. I'm just playing poker just playing every day. Poker <laughs> all the time. I'm just
3: sitting there by the pool, with the hands <laughs> up behind my head. But no, but it really is something that I really love, obviously. But then also something that, um, if you miss a day, to me, you really can't get behind. You yeah. really can. It sounds corny, but the the space is evolving and moving so fast. and There's so much going on. Yeah. But yeah, I have to stay up on it, and I, I and I love staying up on it. It's not hard for. Yeah, me. Yeah,
2: it's your passion. Yeah um there is a direct statistical correlation between the average salary and the number of books someone reads you know To
3: doesn't surprise me but that that's cool to hear it's interesting right yeah i
2: was reading up i was reading book facts <laughs> before this episode because i knew about that i wanted to know the exact statistic because i had heard like like a lot of like the almost the majority of people don't read a, another book after college but I didn't know the exact it's not the majority actually I read more 42% uh, after school hard.
3: because I got away from the fiction shit that I didn't like as much exactly that's what like I'm saying the great American novel wasn't for that's me just,
2: that's what I'm saying yeah. I wasn't like after a while I was not into fiction s- stories I'm not saying they're bad I, no, I just read a lot of scripts yeah. uh, also I was reading that's a lot of movie scripts and so like that filled the fiction quota for me and I needed the nonfiction because those books usually like get me thinking. They get me stimulated. They get me thinking about different perspectives I, di- I didn't think of before. Like different ways to approach a problem. And That's so, exactly
3: like... it for me too. It's like I like to know what real people did. Yeah. Like what? how did a real person solve this? Not some fucking character in a book. Right. Not Because I got no hate for that. But I also know what goes into that. I, I've written a bunch of shit too. You just kind of pull shit out of your ass. It might
2: be why you listen to this podcast versus like um, someone reading a romance novel. Yeah, for sure. We have the same. We're both in relationships, but this is like a real people one.
3: Yeah. And look, I love like fiction movies and stuff. Yeah, it's great. I watch Die Hard. I watch a guy tie a fire hose around his fucking waist and jump off a building. But you know what? Probably wouldn't work out in the nonfiction.
2: It's a vacation for your brain. Exactly.
3: But yeah.
2: Uh, A couple of random tidbits that I feel like we bring up in different episodes that have been helpful is that like your habits, your daily habits create your identity. Like what you do on a daily basis is who you really are. Mm -hmm. Like not your race, your skin color, your religion, your sexual orientation, but what you do on a daily basis actually creates your character and who you really, who you actually are. Like if you were really to stare yourself in a mirror, it's based on your daily habits compounding over time. That's, that's your identity as a person
3: buying NFTs. that's who i am that's there who it is. is
2: i mean look at your hat
3: there it fucking don't is. look
2: at his pants though because none of this matches but you know what, Matt? You know you're like lucky it? that one of my core values wasn't a guy that dresses nice
3: hey you'll see soon <laughs> i'm rebranding i'm going through a rebrand right now you'll see
2: i've seen you say that before
3: oh yeah but i'm ready
2: i even organized his closet so you can see all of his clothes what does he wear the same fucking outfit. Look, I got a G
3: watch coming. Oh shit! On Tuesday. Oh my Don't bad. Fucking worry about oh, shit. that. We're gonna try to match that. All right.
2: Anyway, a good habit book is Atomic Habits by James Clear. Um, also, moderation and balance. Anything in excess is unhealthy. Um, nothing in life is guaranteed. You only get one that you remember in this in this realm. And uh, Paul McCartney was replaced after 1966. Thank you. Thank you very much. And good night. Thank you very much.
3: And also, probably Lennon was replaced too. He's the one who looks different. Probably.
2: And Lennon, and different. the Lennon that was replaced is still alive. He's not dead.
3: He's not dead. So stop so thinking stop he's dead.
2: Stop thinking everything someone tells right. you is the truth. That's
3: right. Thank you very for
2: much. For a second. For one second. In your life. In your life. Did you ever question that maybe these things
3: could be questioned? By the way, are both Paul McCartney still alive? Yes, they are. Both of them are.
2: Both of them are. Yep. And they're dead.
3: They both just died. They
2: are dead, and they are here.
3: That's right. So That's very good. They songwrite together. Me. I heard.
2: Yeah, it should be McCartney. McCartney.
3: That would be great.
2: <laughs> Where does Lennon come yeah, from? Yeah, I
3: don't get it. I never yeah, got that. Never got it. Who's always my favorite Beatle? McCartney was.
2: I know you said that a lot. Yeah. What about Billy Shears? Uh,
3: I don't. I remember. I think Billy in Shears song, is your favorite. Who, uh, what is? who is Ringo he is saying it Ringo saying it Ringo's nobody's favorite though oh we should move on poor
2: Ringo have you seen help How- you haven't yet
3: I haven't I do want to watch it though because you've talked about it somewhere.
2: Ringo's like the star of every all of their movies
3: that's so weird it's so funny it's so weird
2: because they always and I think they do it on purpose comedically they make him the star and he's always like he's always like sad about something
3: <laughs> oh yeah I did notice that yeah yeah that's true Anyway, all right.
2: so I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, go listen to all of our old episodes because we're probably really cool in them. And we well, could, no, you
3: now don't have to because we stuff. just competed with ourselves and yeah, now we they, have a summation they, episode. Maybe they
2: heard something. And they were like, ooh, that's juicy. I want more of that.
3: <laughs> I hope that somebody out there is going through that. Okay. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> <You're>
2: like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Use the search tool function, the magnifying glass thing.
3: youtube dot um, patreon.com slash sticky if you want to come to the Patreon. Helps out a lot. And yeah, um I do crypto corner there every Tuesday night around I mean usually every Tuesday night, seven p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I do like three, four hours of live crypto, how I do shit.
2: And if you like this podcast, rate it on iTunes and tell your friends. Share it with your friends.
3: Deuces out. Love y'all.
2: Deuces in. Love you.
3: Deuces sideways. Love. Peace. Love.